Hello, everyone. This is Jay Dobbins, your host of the Marvel DC Universe Fan Club. Uh, we are now at episode 122, and I'll be discussing one topic, which will be my review on Sicario, Day of the Soldado. Now, the reason why I'm talking about this film is because it stars two people, Benicio Del Toro and Josh Brolin, who are in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And they're best known for their roles as, of course, The Collector, played by Del Toro, and Thanos, played by, uh, by Brolin. So, but I've mentioned earlier in earlier episodes that I'm not just going to be discussing Marvel and DC-related news, but also uh, anything involving video games, anime, action, martial arts, uh, sci-fi, and horror films. You know, but that depends on the... On the on a you know on which horror film though, so um, but also other comic book related material, anything that involves Image Comics, Dark Horse, Valiant, uh, etc. So, but anyway, I want to discuss. Uh, I, I want to do my review on Sicario: Day of the Soldado, of course. So we'll do that right now. So um. At the beginning, you know, there's a suicide bombing in a Kansas City grocery store. Um, it, you know, killing 15 people. In response, the United States government gives CIA agent Matt Graver, played play, uh, play by Berlin, permission to use extreme measures to combat Mexican drug cartels who are suspected of transporting Islamic terrorists across the border. Graver and the United States Department of Defense decide the best option is to start a war between the major cartels and uh, Graver recruits black, uh, black operative Alejandro Gillick, played by Del Toro, for the mission. So, um, during the film, they, they kick it, I mean, sorry, they kick it off by uh, shooting up a sh several SUVs, and of course one of them involved a high pro high profile lawyer for the for a major cartel. Gillick kills that profile lawyer, just like in the you know pretty much in the trailer. You know he's like adios, and then bah, 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 bah. you know it's just how he shoots him is what was was like oh my god like wow. Pretty much, he pretty much used the whole clip on that high-profile attorney. But yeah, uh, so yeah, he was a so Gillick kills a high-profile or the high-profile lawyer of a major cartel. And Graver, his team kidnap Isabella Reyes, uh, the daughter of the kingpin of their rival, in a false flag operation. So, in the like, if you haven't seen the uh, matter of fact. I should have said this earlier, and, and this is my bad on that. Spoiler alert. If you have not seen Sicario Day of the Soldado, I strongly suggest that you do not listen to the rest of this episode. You've been warned. But yeah, I should have said that earlier, though. But anyway, so, um, yes. The... Kingpin, who was the 
main person responsible for Gillak's family's death. But he did get he did get he did kill the man who killed his family, but he also wants to go after he also wants to go after the kingpin who ordered it. So yeah. So I guess that part's not over yet. But anyway, Gillick sorry, Graver, Gillick and their team take Isabella to Texas and stage a rescue with the DEA and local police to make her think she was kidnapped by her father's enemies. Gillick bonds with Isabella and a team attempt to transport her back to Mexico, planning to leave her in territory controlled by her father's rivals in order to further escalate the conflict. So, however, the Mexican Federal Police escort uh, for their trip back across the border double-crosses them and attacks the American vehicles. Uh, Graver and his team were forced to kill dozens of corrupt Mexican policemen involved in the ambush. So yeah, that turned into a huge... How can I say it? Pickle, or setback, pretty much. So, but, um... So Isabella runs away amidst the chaos, and Gillick goes after her alone. The uh, Department of Defense determines that the suicide bombing in Kansas City was actually perpetrated by another group of terrorists that were not smuggled into the United States from the Mexican border by the drug cartels. So uh, in order to quell tensions with Mexico, the president orders the CIA to abandon the mission and erase all proof of American involvement. In particular, Graver is ordered to have Isabella executed as part of the cover-up. He, in turn, orders Gellick to kill uh, Gillick, you know, to uh, kill Isabella. But Gillick refuses and turns rogue to keep her alive. Uh, Graver assembles his team to hunt them both in Mexico. Uh, Gillick and Isabella uh, try to enter the United States disguised as illegal immigrants, as it would be illegal for the CIA to execute Isabella on American territory. So, but uh, Miguel, which, you know, who was a Mexican teenager, who is the uh, who is new to the gang transforming the immigrants recognizes Gillick from a previous encounter in the United States. He alerts his boss, and Gillick and Isabella are captured. And uh, so they force uh, Miguel to execute Gillick. Uh, Miguel hesitates and unwillingly shoots Gillick uh, in the head and the gang leaves him for dead. Uncomfortable with his actions, Miguel jumps off their truck, and uh, Graver and his team track the Mexican gang and Isabella with the help of the GPS transmitter that was that she was wearing, and uh, you know, in her shoe, and you know, kill all the gang members, of course, except for Miguel, which you know he jumped off the ship. Sorry, he jumped off the truck before it even happened. So, yeah, he was a lucky one, pretty much, out of the bunch. 
So um, Graver takes pity on a traumatized uh, Isabella and takes her back to the United States to put her in witness protection. So, oh. And meanwhile, um, Gillick wakes up, finding the bullet went through his jaw, takes one of the gang members' cars, and drives for the border. So, at the end, one year later, uh, Miguel is, you know, I guess, in the gang, I guess, you know, he's all tattooed up and everything. He goes in. He goes into a mall, uh, or a food court, or whatever, or a store. Maybe or I can't remember what it was, but he he went out in the back like he would always do, and he surprisingly comes across Gillick, who is a pretty much alive and well, you know, all suited up. You know, his you know his jaw is pretty much all sewn up and everything. I guess you know he's all back to normal, talking normal and everything like that. And, you know, he was very surprised that Gellick was there. See, he obviously knew who shot him, so. Um, then he tells, you know, Gellick tells Miguel to sit down, and he asked him if he wanted to be a Sicario, which Sicario is uh, Spanish for hitman, I believe. And he, uh, Miguel says, yes. So then he's like, well, let's discuss your future. You know, he closes the door, and then the screen just goes to black. And of course, you have the roll, you know, credits and everything like that. Uh, only thing I can say is, I'm gonna give Sicario an 80 out of 100. You know, because it was a whole, it wasn't a whole lot of action. But the good thing about the movie is that, you know, it keeps you guessing, you know, keeps you wondering what was going to happen next. So the movie was pretty unpredictable, and that's what made that's what you know made the movie interesting. Of course, so I was very interested because of that. So uh, the writing was okay. You know, I like how the story played out. I mean, unfortunately, uh, well, I'll say it was a little draggy though. But other than that, it was fine. You know, unfortunately, Emily Blunt, who was in the first Sicario film, wasn't in this movie, so, but, um, yeah, that's pretty much what I have to say, I mean, I'll still buy it on iTunes, but, uh, anyway, that concludes this, uh, review, feel free to visit us, like us on Facebook, we are available on iTunes, and the Google Play Music app.